CBD is another one that confuses people a lot. So we keep talking about them, sharing good information, really editing down this vast wellness world to kind of what those essential things are. And uh, so that's kind of what, what I see 2023 looking like, you know, focusing on those pillars of wellness and picking up a thing or two about what's new. Hi, I'm Zoe. Hi, I'm Erica. Hey, Erica. This is our podcast. Well, what do we do on the podcast? Uh, we talk to wellness experts. Well, what do we talk about? Mm, wellness stuff. And why are we doing this? Because we want to have an inclusive conversation about things that you can actually use and apply to your life. Right. We don't think that wellness should feel preachy. We think it should feel like everybody can participate. That's right. So if you like what you hear, tell a friend. Give us five stars. They're all free. All of the above. All of the above. And think of us as your navigators on the bumpy highway to well. Hey, co-founders of Earth and Star here. Real quick. What if we told you that your morning cup of coffee could deliver powerful immune support, keep dementia at bay, and help you sleep like a baby? Or that you could improve your gut health and reduce inflammation with a delicious daily gummy? You'd probably say we're full of shiitake. Mm-hmm. Well, it can. And as it turns out, all of these powerful health benefits are hiding right under our feet, literally, in the form of functional mushrooms, sometimes referred to as adaptogens. Adaptogens. They are fancy plants and fungi chock full of science-backed benefits to help your body restore, defend, and perform every single day. Earth and Star is our line of super premium adaptogen-infused goodies. Goodies. What do we got? We've got organic mm. ground coffee in mm. dark roast, hazelnut, even decaf for people like yes. me. Um, and they're all boosted with a powerful dose of adaptogen extracts to give you the most delicious morning brew with zero crash, zero jitters, zero, zero for real. Mm, talk to me. I like it. But is it actual coffee or that weird muddy tasting coffee replacement that you have to like mix and froth and then convince yourself it tastes good? Mm. Not like mud, you mean? (laughs) No, because it's actual coffee. We just added in the extracts. So you get extracts for powerful focus, sustained energy, no anxiety, no big whoop. And if that's not your thing, we've also got dark chocolate bars. I mean, come on, they're organic, 72% cacao with delicious flavors like mint, orange, sea salt, and all with no weird crap or additives. Most likely you have a daily chocolate habit anyway. So why not make it super delicious and functional while you're at it? Mm-hmm. And what's that? You still need an easier way to make this adaptogen habit stick? I see what you did there. I see Done. Where you're Done. I know. Here's what I did. We've got gummies too. Get it? They stick. Um, nice. And we managed to pack a therapeutic dose into just two little vegan gummies. Two, two, not, not four or six because come on, people know grown ass adult needs six gummies a day. (laughs) But if you do, no judgments. No judgments. And no, Earth and Star products do not taste like mushrooms. We will legit give you your money back if you taste even the slightest hint of shroominess. Our products are just like the ones you are already consuming regularly. Real coffee, real chocolate, etc. They are just boosted with functionality to help you adapt every day. Adapt every day with all the stuff that comes our way. Oh my God, I just did a rhyme. That was good. Um, that was pretty good. Uh, so check us out at earthandstar.com and or follow us at earthandstarco. 
And if you want 15% off, you can use the code HTW on your first order. All right. Well, I will make the official introduction to say welcome to Christina Cuomo. You are, you have a, a list of accolades and I don't want to misquote or misrepresent. You are the editor-in-chief of The Purist. Yes, I've upgraded myself to CEO. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Good. That's amazing. I'm such an, I'm, I'm always like this behind the scenes person trying to move the needle in this uh, direction of health and wellness for individuals. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, to, to give myself some kind of, you know, uh, glorious moniker, I, it's just, it's, it's like ego, you know, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need yeah. to do it. So yes, I'm the founder and the editor of Purist. And the CEO, because you just gave yourself a promotion. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. I bet that was a really fun day at the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made that decision a few days ago. I was like, why can't I be the CEO? And my CFO, and my CFO said, but you are. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love um, well, we love talking to you. We had uh, the privilege and fun of doing an event with you earlier this summer um, in the Hamptons to help get the word out about Earth and Star. And we're very grateful that you um, invited us to participate in that because we met a lot of really awesome, fun people. Um, and we know that you yourself are such the uh, quintessential wellness seeker. And to your credit, I think, you know, from everything we've discussed with you in the past, like you really do kind of dig in with both hands and 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 try the things that you're talking about and writing about and researching and sharing with people. And so we wanted to kind of have a little, you know, it's, well, it's not quite um, the new season, but, you know, it's Halloween, so we can get a little mystical and do some predictions and talk about <laughs> the things that are exciting for you in the world of wellness right now. Um, maybe if you can just speak to like a couple different trends and we can bat those around because I know Zoe and I are also ourselves um, always kind of pulling threads and trying things out for ourselves. And we want to hear what's um, what's fun and interesting for you these days. By the way, the year is 2022. You have to timestamp these things. Oh, you're correct. <laughs> so really we're looking at like... What are the, yeah, what are the things that we we might expect in 2023? So I'm going to give you a twofold answer. Um, The first half of that, the first part of that is, you know, your biology, your personality, and the environment you live in uh, determine what wellness means to each of us. Okay. So it's personal, right? I grew up in New York City amidst a lot of pollution, uh, moved out of the city and noticed a significant change in my own personal health. So, uh, you know, wellness is personal. My objective is to highlight those things that I've noticed throughout my 30 years in journalism uh, to be most uh, significant in the wellness uh, space and what those pillars are. And then, of course, to take um, a deeper dive into them. For example, you know, you have at any point you can change this list of pillars of wellness, right? You uh, you have physical, and a big part of that is um, is sleep. Uh, and you know, I talk a lot about sleep and purist, and I try to make sure every issue we're covering mindful meditation, dialogue, and sleep. And just constantly reminding people in the six issues we produce every year of that, of the importance of sleep. And then we'll go towards 
other things like nutrition and and you know emotional wellness and what does that mean and mental health october is mental health awareness uh last week um global mental health health awareness day so we'll talk a lot about that social uh wellness is very important um spiritual wellness is very important you know believing in something bigger than yourself very key and celebrating you know uh, the the community that that belief brings together intellectual wellness very important part of my vision to create a magazine was to create something that is a great read uh, in an atmosphere when people thought, oh, you know, why would you create a magazine? Everything's digital now. And, and no, the whole point is that there's going to be a backlash at some point against only using your telephone. And then you're going to put it down and you're going to want to pick something up to read. And I want to be the thing that's on your desk by your bedside table uh, you know, in your foyer when you arrive home or when you arrive to your, you know, your, your weekend home, whatever it might be, because, you know, your leisure time is when you can really indulge in things like wellness, or that's typically, you know, what we have done historically, but I want it to be something, you know, you're thinking about all day long, you know, how to stimulate your good health, how to get ahead of your good health is what I always say. And then of course, you know, there's financial wellness that is not relying on others for, for your wellness financially to really be in charge of, um, of your own personal financial status and how to keep evolving so that it is a comfortable place to, to exist. So you're not living hand to mouth. So teaching young minds about financial wellness, how to do a tax return, for example, something I learned in 10th grade math because I was in an elevated math class. And I, I mean, I can't tell you how, how um, handy that was for me for, you know, throughout my twenties when I couldn't afford an accountant you know, and that those are things that, you know, um, we try to talk about in purists. And the last one, which is not the last because the list could go on and on, is environmental. Okay, that is a really important pillar of wellness, as I mentioned. Moving from city to, to country made a huge difference for me. And caring about nature in a way that uh, you just don't exist in it, but you're thinking about ways to better support it. And that's very key too. So those are sort of the more traditional things that I'm always trying to remind people to be mindful of in purist. And then of course we go to things like beauty, right? So we can talk about new procedures and skincare and 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 nutrition and and uh, what you ladies are doing is innovative and interesting. And I talk about Earth and Star a lot to my friends when they come over for a cup of coffee. Um, and we talk about adaptogens and what are they? And um, are these going to make me high? No, they're not. You know, I mean, it's really <laughs> interesting how, how little people know about those things. Uh, and CBD is another one that confuses people a lot. So we keep talking about them. Um, sharing good information, really editing down this vast wellness world to kind of what those essential things are. And uh, so that's kind of what, what I see uh, 2023 looking like, you know, focusing on those pillars of wellness, 
and picking up a thing or two about what's new. And, and one trend I see really growing is products in the menopause space. Mm. Now we talk about all the different life cycles of a woman, and this is one that typically has been a taboo topic. Um, we dedicated our latest issue with Naomi Watts on the cover to sort of menopause awareness because um, it's Menopause Awareness Month, October. And we really wanted to address some of the concerns and topics that people, that women go through in menopause that they don't want to talk about openly. Uh, and people like Naomi Watts are, are having this conversation and making this topic accessible, offering solutions, providing uh, ideas to get through this, this life cycle. Uh, it's a vital time for women. And, you know, one of the many life cycles we go through with the hormone changes. And, you know, you start with these hormone changes in your teens, you know? So the advice that we share really applies to any life cycle you're going through, whether you're a new mom and you've just gone through pregnancy uh, and how to nourish yourself and create a hormonal balance, you know, how to get back to balance. It's always about that, really. So uh, sort of what, what does that harmony look like and how do we achieve it? Um, so I think products in the, in the menopause space um, is something that I'm seeing, you know, a big trend in, and, and what those products look like, which ones are effective, you know, everything from CBD to topicals, yeah, uh, how to get do you have a favorite, whether it's not necessarily the name of the brand itself, but like a favorite uh, just method? Yeah, or, no. Or... Um, so Naomi gave me a sneak peek of her product line, which is called Stripes. You know, you earn your stripes, right? Uh, as a woman. So you get to this point where, you know, then you can really be your best self. And that's sort of the message that there, that, that, you know, women are trying to um, get across is that, when we reach menopause, which starts at 45 uh, years old, you you really are in a position. You really are in a position to recognize that you you are your best self now. So, what does that look like? Well, you've lived a full life. You've probably had kids by then. If not, you are you know probably running some company or <laughs> forging you know ahead in some. Um, dynamic way as, as I find most women, most women are. And, you know, so Stripes has some really good products, um, from head to toe that I really like. I always thought about earning my stripes, just the stretch marks, but I, so I like reframing. Sort of <laughs> I'll take it. It sounds great. Yeah. A lot of, that's a great, I'm so happy that you're focusing on it because it is such, we've actually done a couple of podcasts about it and, good. uh, I learned so much every time, every time. <laughs> At 35, you know, basically. Yeah. Is so it starts early, y'all. Um, why do you think it's, I mean, it's been so taboo for so long, uh, which, you know, I guess it's not surprising just in the the patriarchy. I hate to be that girl, but it's true. I mean, that's the, that the society we live in. But <laughs> why do you feel like it's in the last couple of years? Because it does feel like in the last couple of years, all of a sudden this conversation is really becoming much more mainstream. Thank God, like we are normalizing it. Do you feel like there's anything that we can credit specifically to what kind of triggered this move towards normalizing the conversation? Oh, that's a very good question. And I think our Zitgeist has been leaning in towards uh, women 
in general uh, with me too, right? So as we lean in to each other and create this community of women, we want to be more prepared. We want to minimize the questions. We want to educate ourselves on all things to do with our bodies as women. And that also means not having this life cycle be so elusive, right? Health is, is, is very important as a young, a young woman. And I noticed that, you know, having children, the health education is really more sex education at school. Um, and some schools are starting to create a conversation around nutrition and uh, overall well-being and what that looks like. They're meditating in schools. They're talking about circadian rhythms and what your sleep cycle is and how your cells regenerate overnight. So by having these conversations alone, you're making that young mind aware of these things early on and you're making it part of a norm, right? So I think, you know, in the last 20 years, we've, we've had all, you know, we've started to become more prepared so that there are no surprises. Uh, at least we have been made aware of these things, you know, and I always try to, you know, with Pyrrhus, my messaging is be your own best doctor, you know, know your body. You know, if you have an ache somewhere, understand where that's coming from. Is that an autoimmune condition? Uh, uh, you know, what, what's happening? Uh, what do you need to focus on? And the other thing that's really important is with the advent of the internet, I think there's been this backlash towards the negative, negative elements of what that has brought into our lives. So the more we become aware of, uh, of what's happening there, the, uh, we become a little bit more discerning and discriminating and of course, more positive. And if we focus on those paths to discovery, they can become actionable. So what does that mean? That means that I'm trying to be positive with purists. I launched it five years ago. And one of my, one of the sort of things I think about uh, with my editorial content is, do I have enough positivity? Is this issue going to leave someone this lingering feeling of positivity? And what does that look like? Purist positivity is also this like messaging um, uh, thing that we started doing on my Instagram last week, even with these just these these sort of one minute messages of of how to uh, think more positively. You know, replace that first thought, which might be negative, with a better second thought. Okay, give me an example because <laughs> I could use so, that. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean. God, what's a good example? So you have a bad thought about, you know, you had a, maybe a bad night's sleep and you wake up and you're in a bad mood and you think, oh, you know, I have to deal with this today and that today. You know what? I'm going to clear that, that way of thinking out of my mind. I'm going to do, you know, a four to six count breath six times. And I really don't want to, but I'm going to do it because once I do that, I'm oxygenating my brain. I'm clearing out the cobwebs. I'm putting my state in my my mind into a meditative, more focused state, and then I'll supplement in <laughs> a positive thought. Uh, what vitamins do I need to take today? 
Um, should I have, you know, should I take those adaptogens now or should I wait till after I exercise? You know, things that are more productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, productivity is, is only going to happen when you train your mind to be in that frame of mind, that positive yeah. frame of mind. It's yeah. a little bit of trickery, but it does work sometimes, right? It is sort of like this, exactly. you know, where, you know, where the mind goes, the body. Some, some people well, wake up in a good mood. You know, some people wake up and they're happy and they're positive and they're thinking, you know, really wonderful thoughts and, you know, all the time, but, but life just isn't quite like that. And as you get older and you're going through these life cycles and you're facing things that are unknown, uh, it's very important to build uh, a stronger base in your brain, you know, and look for ways in which to do that. And you guys are providing a channel with Earth and Star, yeah, right? By creating a whole adaptogenic line of products. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence. Maybe it's a coincidence, but it feels like the timing is just too... I don't know. Um, it, 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 it's it's too close that I think I'm speaking for myself, but I feel like I'm also speaking for, you know, a number of women my age or my life stage in that it's not as easy as it once was to wake up in a good mood. And it takes more coaxing or, you know, as Zoe said, a little bit of trickery. It takes a little bit more effort to kind of get your mind right. And I think some of that is just, you know, whatever, a product of the last two years of stress that we've been living in. But I think some of it is a product of a hormone shift. I think some of it is like as we age, and this applies to men too, you know, the gut bacteria definitely starts to deteriorate. And if you're not supplementing it, we all, or we don't all, but many of us are learning more about the connection between gut and brain. Mm-hmm. And I think it just feels like we have to be a bit more intentional about getting to that right mindset, whatever, by whatever means necessary. And, I, you know, I guess I'm saying this more as like a PSA because I feel like there are so many people who I start to have a conversation. I've been real fucking vulnerable the last couple of months and sitting down with people and being like, I'm having a rough time. And then people will be like, you too? Like me too. Oh my God. Like what's going on with you? And the more we share, the more it's like, okay, everyone is actually dealing with some level of this. So let's talk about it and figure out for you, it might be menopause for you. It might be, you know, strictly emotional, but like, let's at least have this conversation. So we all recognize that, you know, nobody is in it by themselves. And even if you're not in some particular phase that is, you know, challenging (laughs) and you're just gliding along and, you know, today's a good day. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? You know, the, the positive thought is that, again, get ahead of your health and do things to maintain that balance that you're experiencing. Yeah. Okay. So here's another trend that um, I want to get your take on because I'm really eager to adopt it and I feel that it's creeping in and um, I want to embrace it. <laughs> I think it's another one of these sort of epiphanies, post-COVID epiphanies. Are you talking about um, embracing the gray hair? Because I'm not there yet. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me neither. I'm talking about just this sort of um, anti-hustle mindset. The quiet quitting? Not quiet quitting. It's not quiet quitting. It's just this sort of like, 
It's kind of a less is more sort of be present, kind of accepting what is now stop chasing everything. It, it It's just an anti-hustle, like, you know, to have the hustle and the constant, uh, you know, constantly busy, um, packed schedule or diary, as some say, was sort of like a, you know, a badge of honor. And I think a lot of people are sort of calling bullshit on that, rightfully so. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's an interesting mindset that I feel like I've been remembering or thinking about more recently and more often. And I think that when I do, it really does force me to kind of like pause and like reevaluate what I really am running after right this second. Am I really just on the wheel? Is it all in there? It's it's all the in there. Foundation of purest, you know, pause. Okay. The pause in menopause, right? Pause. <laughs> Take a break. You don't need to be on that constant hustle path. You know, it's that's not where you're going to find wellness. Of course, focus is is good, right? Because when you are focused on something, you are in the flow. Go with the flow. That's what I talked about in, in my purest positivity message last week. Uh, you know, you're focused. You you're enjoying it. That's different. But finding those outlets for well-being are very important. And that means not hustling, not, not overextending yourself, overexerting yourself. This past year, two years since the pandemic, you know, mental health issues are an all-time high. Why? Because of the stress, the stress of the pandemic, the stress of quarantine. So some of the ways in which you know, we realize we have to get um, back to a, a more uh, balanced mental state is through uh, community, right? Spending more time with our families and all of that involves chill, chill time, right? And I wrote about this uh, book that I recently read called The Happiness Hypothesis and this new issue in my editor's letter, I wrote happiness. This is a quote from, from the book. Jonathan Haidt is this um, positive psychologist, which is uh, something that a lot of psychiatrists are studying now because they, they, you know, they treat patients with medication, right? So they're treating their patients with medication. They're not treating them with um, wellness suggestions. And they're realizing that, you know, they, they're, they're trying, they, need, they want their patients to be happier. So to get on that path, they, a lot of them have gone back to school to study positive psychology. And, uh, in, in, this is one of the founding fathers of positive psychology. Um, this guy, Jonathan Haidt, he writes in the happiness hypothesis, hypothesis, happiness comes from within and happiness comes from without. We need the guidance of both ancient wisdom and modern science to get the balance right, which is really important. Diagnosing yourself. What do I need to do today? I'm going to go for a walk outside. It's a beautiful day. It's 70 degrees. You know, in addition to working, I'm going to, I'm actually going to stop working earlier and I'm going to go do that for myself. So I think there is this movement away towards that hustle because our, 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 our mental health um, depends on on that level of quietude sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> well, and maybe it's, you know, taking up a new uh, hobby like journaling 
or uh, you know how to process those feelings. It's very important to to stop and process those feelings. You know, you look at school and the intense level of academia these kids are going through, and I think the pandemic pivoted that a little bit towards you know what we don't need to be so aggressive with Burn, with our yeah yeah with the burnout and we're taking a cue from that for ourselves as adults we don't need to burn out we need to pause and take a break well that was actually the pivot that i was going to jump onto which is um you know sleep for me is sort of like my holy grail my my white whale whatever you want to call it the the lifelong pursuit that i've never truly conquered and we've spent quite some time interviewing a number of experts we've got somebody else coming up in a few weeks um and it it does feel like there's kind of always new perspectives new theories new practices um so i'm curious what are you what are you seeing what are some of the tools and tips that you like to employ yourself um i feel like every week it's something new so i'm curious what you're what every you're interested week in something new um yeah i i think there's so many institutes and companies forming around sleep it's amazing to me and it makes me so happy because it's, we need to be reminded of this. Um, it's not just, it, you know, sleep is hygiene. It's personal hygiene. It is the number one thing. It should be the number one thing on everyone's list. It's the most important thing. The National Institute of Sleep, I think, dictates that we need something like um, eight hours of sleep per night. And our circadian rhythms function best between 11 p.m. and 8 a.m. And I'm like a broken record with my kids. You know, do you yeah. feel like you're getting enough sleep? You know, I can answer that question for you. And the answer is going to be no. You know, uh, it's it's always a challenge, sleep. Um, so we try to address in Purist, what are the best remedies for that? And like you said, every week there's something new. So we go kind of go back to that ancient wisdom and, you know, what is preventing you from getting that good night's sleep? Um, this is something we all battle with. Um, and what, you know you know, what is depriving us from that and why are we struggling and what's making us wake up in the middle of the night? You know, uh, is it that we didn't physically exercise that day? Is it the stress of a new job or the stress of no job? Is it something to do with our children and something, you know, it's there, there's so much. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we look for are ritual. One of the things we talk about are rituals, not just remedies, right? But what are those rituals and how to get more sleep, how to create rituals at bedtime? What does that look like? Taking a bath, meditating, adjusting sound and light that that work for you and your circadian rhythm. You know, we do spend a third of our lives sleeping. So we really have to figure this out and make it, you know, make it work. Um, and why, you know, we shouldn't have these you know, fitful nights of sleep, and 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 what have our what have our cell phones done to to our brains and our and our minds and that uh, that bright blue light? And what do we need to be doing um, with our phones at night? You know, so we try to talk about those things in Purist and and teach uh, our readers a little bit about themselves. You know, and how to put a mirror on yourself and say, well, am I doing that? Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to stop doing that. Maybe I need to start doing this. You know, so we also talk about why sleep is so important too. Like, you know, like I said, it is the ultimate hygiene. Our cells regenerate when we sleep. Our neurons 
our nerve cells, they reorganize literally when we sleep. Our brain clears out the waste when we sleep, literally removing you know toxic byproducts as we sleep. So we talk about all this in Puris and just kind of remind people on an issue to issue basis, you know, when we wake up, our brains are working well when we've had a good night's sleep. Um, so everything depends on sleep. And, you know, I think for purists, it's, it's reminding people of that, teaching them and uh, talking about different aspects of sleep and how important it is to get a good night's sleep and what falling asleep looks like. You know, we'll write about those new apps. We'll write about sleep aids, which ones are legitimate, you know, meaning they work, you know, and, and no, so there are no mysteries, you know, a lot what of was your say, sleep hygiene last night. What so, your- so melatonin for sure. That because you were jet, you were traveling, or you do that. So, so melatonin is something that we're losing as we age, and it is something we lose when we don't, when our circadian rhythm is is off, is not in sync, right? So because we sit there with our phones like this all night long, we have this bright light in our in our in our um, faces. Uh, we are not releasing the melatonin um, properly in the proper dose for us to sleep. So um, I took the melatonin, which always helps me stay in a nice sleep state and also fall asleep. That hypnagogic state, you know, um, of consciousness, which is the state uh, at the onset of sleep um, is one of my favorite moments of the day, right? So (laughs) I make myself aware of that. And when I prepare for sleep, you know, I took a nice um, hot shower uh, because I was on a plane uh, I took my melatonin. I put on a sleep app that I like. My daughter likes Calm. She's been on that one since I think they launched. She likes to hear bedtime stories. Uh, I found this one called Breathe, where uh, it's a little bit different and it takes me through my body and out of my mind. Okay, you need to be thinking about what's you know your breath right now. So think about your breath. Do a four count breath, you know, four, count, you know, three, four, five, six, and then breathe out six counts and start thinking about, you know, uh, the energy moving from your head to your toes. So literally your mind is shifted out of how did my day go? What should I do tomorrow? What's my, what's my to-do list look like out of that and into something more productive. And again, productivity, but you're, focusing on, it's like a machine, right? You have to um, regulate that machine. Uh, So that's what I did. Um, Another big um, thing that I find to be very important is food is medicine, okay? So what we eat will dictate how we feel, obviously our health, our good health, our brain health, our immune strength, and, you know, what's going on in our gut, but also how we sleep. If I have a nice piece of cake at bedtime, I'm not going to sleep well. If yeah. I'm going to drink a glass of wine before bedtime or within three hours before bedtime, I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night. So know your body. Very important. Know that those things will do this to you. Be prepared for it and adjust. I'm not going to get up at seven because it's a Saturday and I don't have to take the kids to school. So I'm going to get up at nine tomorrow uh, on Saturday and Friday night. I can have my glass of wine 
and I won't stop. You know, I will have just that one glass. I will not drink anything after 10 p.m. You know, you've got to think about these things, Yeah. you know, and, and um, at the same time, you want to enjoy yourself and have fun. But the enjoyment of it is through the understanding of your own body and how we, you know, you absorb nutrients differently than I do. Mm-hmm. Right. This in this notion of individualized medicine, individualized nutrition. That's a big trend I'm seeing uh, in the wellness space as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where you guys fall in, into into place. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's only as good as to your point, you know, the individualized, you know, medicine or nutrition is only as good as how well you know yourself. So like you said, you have to keep a journal. You have to know what your triggers are, what helps you, what definitely doesn't help you. And it's completely different from one person to the next. And once you figure out that, then you say, okay, well then that's the supplement I need, or that's the food I need to avoid or whatever it is. But the first thing you have to do is actually just keep, keep score and keep track. Just the, on the, on that note, and I know we have to wrap up here, but my biggest discovery about night sleep has been like the food hangover. If I eat anywhere near bedtime, oh, not only do I not sleep, I wake up, like I feel like I'm hungover. Truth, truth. Uh, that they say you need for just a quick note on, on that nutrition and food. So they say you need to stop eating four hours before you go to bed. Who can do that? Most people sit down for dinner at 8 p.m., right? <laughs> So I find that when I eat earlier and if I go to bed later, like on a weekend, I'm hungry at like 11 p.m. So I'll try to eat earlier during the weeknights, later on the weekends, because I know I'm going to sleep a little bit longer. But food is medicine. It's everything to the prevention of disease. Uh, it's your brain health. It's your immune strength. Since you know, 70 to 80% of our immune system is determined by that gut microflora, right? In our gut. So we want to have a balanced microbiome, very important. And how do we absorb those nutrients effectively? How do we fight off infection? How do we manage inflammatory conditions? That's very important. Inflammation will keep you awake. So certain foods, fried foods, inflame your body. They're going to keep you awake. They're going to make you gain weight. They're going to deprive you of energy. You know, pre and probiotics are really important. I think uh, functional medicine, having a nutritionist uh, at hand is important um, or reading uh, a book that one wrote uh, and figure out what is universal and what is going to be individualized for you. I like elimination diets. I think they're, they're great to, you know, reset your body, intermittent fasting. I think all those things work to repair the body and get rid of any over-processed foods that you've been eating. They're so toxic. Um, I try to make my kids try everything. Uh, it's always difficult. You know, uh, vitamin N, you know that book for nature, that's really key. <laughs> How to get them back to nature. Uh, a lot of our kids are just deprived of that. So that's a really important thing. And food is a part of that. You know, we planted a garden this summer. So I pick the tomatoes. I bring my daughter in there. I'll say, grab, grab all the zucchinis you can. They love it when I cook um, the zucchini flowers for them. You know, I make them a part of that experience. So that, you know, what does the future look like? It's a return to that understanding that food is medicine. You know, food will help you, <laughs> better food will help you sleep better. Um, one of my favorite books, lastly, is Dr. William Lee's How to, it's called Eat to Beat Disease. Um, it's something you that everybody should, should read. It's like a Bible on food. It's it's about the science of food. He put money behind clinical trials 
breaking down different foods and and how they you know build your immune strength and what gut health and microbiome look like, um, which you guys obviously know a lot about. And it's really you know creating he, he studies this thing called uh, uh, angiogenetics. Um, it's the study of your blood and your capillaries and how to keep your blood flowing the best you can so that you don't create or build disease in your body, which is really, really important. And these are just basics, you know, and keep well hydrated. That's a really mm-hmm. basic one. Drink a lot of water. You know, why? Mm-hmm. Not just because you're thirsty, but it, it helps keep your, your lungs moist, your mucus flowing. It clears the gunk out of your body. And it's just a great thing to, to be, you know, it's, it's a very easy thing to, to think about and do all day long. These are good tips. Cheers to that. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> I could talk about this stuff all day long. I, I know. It. I feel like we oh, need to do a part so two. We need to do it like seasonally. Yes, exactly. Um, but you know, those are just some things that that uh, to focus on and do the things that you love. Obviously, like I love surfing, and I haven't surfed in a few weeks because there was a hurricane, and it just got, you know, the the, the waves just got too big. And uh, so, what did I do? I went into the ocean. Put my wetsuit on. I just went for a swim. And what a difference that made, you know, in my in just my my overall. Um, emotional state, my physical state, the anti-inflammatory aspect of that, you know, sometimes you, you, you have to make little adjustments, um, but do the things that you enjoy. That is primary. Amen. Amen. All good stuff. All good things to talk about. Thank you for that. God, purist. I mean, crack it open. Dig in. They're next to your There's so much good stuff in there. There is. Um, we love it. And thank you for, for creating it. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, so much. This was really fun. I love talking to you anytime. Um, I hope you're getting your Pierce in the mail. Are you receiving yes, your copies? Okay, good. Thank so you. So this issue, I think you'll love. Everyone should just check it out. Uh, the one with uh, Naomi Watts on the cover about earning your stripes and, and what's revolutionizing how we view menopause. You know, the individuals who are doing that and, uh, and then the products that are working. Awesome. Amazing. Can't wait to check it out. Thank you so much for joining us, Christina. It's such a pleasure to have you as always. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Zoe. I really appreciate you inviting me on for this wellness chat. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Christina. Have a great day. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye, Bye, Pierce. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Give us a couple of stars. Give us five whole stars. They don't cost you anything. And you can find out more information on our website at htwpodcast.com. And you can follow us on social at Earth and Star, which is at Earth and Star Co. Thanks so much.